Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And I realize for you Utah uh, State and BYU fans, this is a much better morning for the U- for than for you Ute fans. If you're a Ute fan listening this morning, you are a glutton for punishment and you have my respect. BYU gets the win and snaps the streak. How'd they do it? Well... Their offensive line won the battle. Their defensive line won the battle. They were way better on third down, and they won the turnover battle. A lot of things went right for BYU in that game, and they get the victory 26-17. Kyle Whittingham, we're going to hear from him in a second. He talked about the issue in the trenches. That win against Utah. I didn't know how it would go with the Utah offensive line and the BYU defensive line. I thought the Utah defensive line would do a much better job. Didn't happen. Uh, The rushing stats look pretty good for Utah because they did break about three really big plays. And you can't just write them off. Those are big plays, and they led to scores. So, you know, that's great, but they really couldn't sustain stuff. And going two for nine on third down, oof, brutal. All right, here's Micah Bernard, who did run the ball well and broke off those big runs. And Devin Lloyd, Utah's star linebacker, after Utah loses to BYU. It seemed like you had a really strong game, but you guys just couldn't get the, the proper stops, and you guys had some turnovers in that first half. Uh, you know, we just turned the ball over. Uh, we didn't play our best game at all whatsoever. Um, you know, we got a lot to work on, and uh, we're going to come back next week harder than ever, and we're going to come right with a dub. So Next, we'll go to Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. On the fourth and two from the eight, when you guys are down three, were you surprised that you guys went for it on fourth down, and just what were you seeing as that play unfolded? Um, I wasn't surprised at all. You know, uh, it's a it's a big game, so we trying to we trying to get in the end zone any way we could. Uh, it was just a rough little miscommunication. That's all it was, and uh, you know we just got to get better. Next up, Josh Furlong, KSL.com. Hey, Mackay, what do you, what do you think it was that, that BYU did that was so effective to be able to kind of get you guys not in your rhythm? Um, I don't think they did anything specific. You know, uh, we we went over everything they they ran offensively. We went over what the defense uh, ran. Is just we just couldn't execute. That's all it was. Next, Cole Bagley, Daily Utah Chronicle. Makai, the rest of the running backs really seemed to struggle out there tonight. But you know, you led the room with 146 yards. What was the difference for you as opposed to them? Um, you know, we all just we all came to work this week. You know, uh, I don't know what the difference was. I guess you know, I just been here longer. I know the difference. Uh, what, what this game really means to everyone. So I feel like I just came out here and uh, just played. We'll go back to Josh Furlong, followed by Trevor Allen. Okay, earlier this week, you talked about how this streak was important to get. Uh, what, what does it feel like? What are your emotions like now that that streak has ended? Uh, so this is a tough one. It, uh, it really is, um, you know, nine in a row, trying to make it ten. I mean, we had a good run. Uh, we won't see these guys for another couple years. So it, it's tough. We had to end it on this one. But, um, you know, we're going to come back harder. We're going to start a new streak. So. Trevor Allen. Are you guys, uh, is the message in the locker room already turning your guys' attention to next week against San Diego State? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we got to keep moving on. You can't, you can't dwell on the past. You know, this is in the past now. Um, you know, we'll get to work next week in San Diego State. That's, that's, we got to go 1-0 against them.
Devin, you were here in, in 2019 for, for the game where you guys really handled them in, in the line of scrimmage. I mean, what was what was different in this game compared to, to uh, 2019? I mean, it seemed like there, there were some times where they, they just converted on third down. Got to get stops. Uh, we did good on control downs, first, second down, but too many third down conversions. Um, that's as simple as it gets. We gave them too many third down conversions. Next, we'll go to Matt Coles of the AP, followed by Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Kevin, what did they do to uh, get loose, especially the quarterback hall? We got to be more assignment. Some seven. of those QB runs. As far as uh, gap integrity and then keeping the edge, um, he got you know the edge on us a couple times. QB scramble, um, you know, QB draw a couple times down the middle. Um, so we got to just understand that we got to be gap sound and contain the quarterback. We'll go next to Josh Newman, followed by Josh Furlong. Yeah, Devin, aside from uh, the third down stuff that you mentioned, how tough were things early just having to deal with a short field after the, you know, the pick and uh, the fumble by Tavion having to deal with a short field? I say we handled the short fields pretty well. I mean, especially uh, in the first half, you know, I think one of them, you know, they punted in the other, you know, they got a field goal. So we got to just execute on third downs. That's really what it came down to all game. Um, you know, we did a good job. You know, those first couple, but as the game progressed, uh, they started to convert more. And just to follow that up, as, as an older guy, as somebody who's beaten BYU a few times, you know, what are the emotions like right now in your last BYU game, not being able to, to come out with the win this time? I mean, it obviously hurts. It hurts everybody. Um, just know we put it on with the right means. Josh Furlong, followed by Jeff Thomas from Ute Nation. And Devin, you guys uh, had a hard time getting to, to Jaron tonight. Was was that part of the game plan to kind of play it a little bit more conservative in the sense of trying to keep him in in, in mind, or, or what was what was going on there that, that you guys couldn't get to him as well? Uh, say conservative. Um, Got to hit home. <laughs> you know, we had zero sacks. That's unacceptable. No turnovers. No havoc plays at all. Uh, that's unacceptable for our defense. Um, it wasn't conservative play calling. Um, you know, we got to just take pride in get to the quarterback and make a big plays at the end of the day. We'll go next to Jeff Thomas from UteNation.com. Hey, Devin, was there anything that uh, BYU did in particular that caught you guys by surprise on defense? Um, I wouldn't say anything schematic-wise. Um, everything that we saw, we studied. Uh, I'd say defensively, we felt very prepared. Um, we just didn't execute. Um, quarterback got loose a couple times. Like I said, we lost the edge. Um, just didn't convert in critical situations. All right, they're the U players. Now here's the head coach, Kyle Whittingham, for the second week in a row. He's got a list. And the list he had this week sounds a lot like the list he had last week. They did not improve from game one to two. That is the cliche, but it didn't happen, and that's why they got beat. Here's Kyle. First of all, congratulations, Kalani, their football team. They played outstanding. Um, you know, give them credit. They they won the football game tonight. Uh, beat us to the line of scrimmage, which I would have bet my house going in that uh, we would not lose the line of scrimmage. Uh, my house isn't worth that much, so it's not that big a deal. But I would have, I would never have seen the uh, seen that coming where, where we didn't control the line of scrimmage. That's our mo. That's what we do best, and uh, we surrendered nearly 250 yards rushing. Uh, couldn't get a sack. 
had zero sacks, zero takeaways on defense, which which is not a good recipe for uh, success uh, offensively. Not good enough on third down. We only snapped it 50-something times because we couldn't convert a third down. They were two out of nine on third down, and they were uh, 11 out of 19. So, so consequently, we snap it 55, 54 times. They snap it 70-something times, and that's – you got to win third down. you got to do a better job on third down. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, they deserve the win. we got to regroup. And I uh, got a road trip to uh, San Diego State and put one on Arizona tonight. So uh, we got our hands full in, in that game. And uh, so all we can do is pick ourselves up off the mat, uh, figure out where deficiencies are, and uh, get them corrected and uh, be ready to play the Aztecs uh, next weekend. So questions? We'll begin the questions with Josh Newman of the Salt Lake Tribune, followed by Trevor <laughs> Allen, KSL Sports. Kyle, can you expand a little bit on the play up front? I know it's fresh and raw and you haven't seen film, but what were you seeing out there and and, and what do you think was going wrong live well, at the moment? On, a, on our defensive line, we were getting pushed and uh, it was evident by the running backs. You know, after contact, we are getting three or four yards because of the surge of the offensive line. Uh, the runners ran hard and did a really nice job. We uh, just – we couldn't hold up. We didn't hold up, and, and so that's that's uh, you know my fault. I guess I got to get him, you know, find a way to get him better and and get him, uh, you know, in situations and positions to be more successful. So that was the thing on uh, our, our defense uh, at the line of scrimmage. Offensively, you know, we ran the ball pretty good at times. Um, came away with about 180 yards. I think we're over seven yards of carry. But if you can't convert third downs and extend drives and keep drives alive, then, uh, you know, it's not going to be a good outcome. We only moved the chains. I think it was 15 times, and uh, it's not enough. It's not nearly enough to, to win a football game in this day and age. And just a quick follow-up to that, Kyle. Um, on the fourth and two from the eight, when you guys were down 10-7, can you share the thinking behind going for it instead of kicking the field goal? Sure. Analytics, which I don't pay 100% attention to, had it as a solid goal from four or less. We were at two, and uh, I thought that that was the, the play right there. I, you know, they, Just because it's a bad outcome doesn't mean it was a bad decision. I do it again. That's, uh, you know, that's what should have happened in that situation, in my uh, opinion, and as well as the analytics. And, and so uh, you can't base the decision on the outcome. And uh, that's you know, that's what happened there. And then they proceeded to go, obviously, 90, 93 yards after that, which shocked me. You know, people don't usually drive on our defense, uh, you know, those length of drives. And so couldn't find a way out of that drive. We'll go next to Trevor Allen, KSLSports.com. Kyle, what, what was your message to your players, especially knowing that this uh, nine-game streak over BYU was over? Yeah, well, the message was uh, we're disappointed. Uh, we didn't play as well as we're capable of playing. I, I can tell you that for certain. Um, but, again, I'm not trying to take away anything from their victory because they, they earned it. But uh, we, that was uh, not our best football. Got to pick ourselves up off the map. We got a lot of football ahead of us. Uh, this does nothing to our uh, ultimate goal of trying to win the Pac-12, which obviously is going to be very, very challenging. But, uh, you know, we got to – just pick ourselves up and, and figure out what we did wrong and, and get better and, and move forward. Next, Josh Furlong, KSL.com. Kyle, how would you grade out Charlie's performance tonight, knowing that, you know, the offensive line kind of allowed some pressures in, but just he wasn't able to make some of those throws, especially down at the end. 
Yeah, you don't have to watch the film to, to get the exact uh, gauge on how Charlie played. His numbers weren't bad. You know, we didn't throw the ball a ton, but uh, you know, his completion percentage was fairly high. We, we did have uh, the interception. And that was, you know, it's not an ideal way to start the game, two, tur- two turnovers. And, and uh, you know, it could have been 21 nothing early very easily, but our defense did some really good things early on in the game. But uh, as far as Charlie's performance, we'll have to take a good hard look at the film and, and uh, see what, uh, what was going on there. Quick follow-up on the offense. Uh, Makai obviously, you know, led the team in, in rushing yards. Tavion had the fumble. Are you starting to see that separation with Makai there? Apparently we are. Yeah, he, he played very well tonight. Ran hard, uh, ripped off some big runs. He's also a great uh, receiver out of the backfield, so he's a weapon for us. He played his hard on it. That's nothing. Our guys, there's no quitting our guys. You know, not not uh, that anybody's alluding to that. But I was proud of our guys for hanging in there to the very end and and uh, continued to battle. And uh, that's encouraging. You know, there's a lot of fight in these guys, but. Uh, and came up short, but back to your question, yeah, Makai certainly seemed to get some separation between him and the other backs tonight. Trevor Allen, KSLSports.com. Uh, what, what was the, the big boiling point to what happened up front on the, the uh, D-line, you know, not, not being able to get some TFLs getting, getting into the backfield? The big what point? The the boiling point. What was what was the main reason why they weren't able to get in, in the backfield? Well, you know that's another thing. The, the, the uh, line play is really you have to have a, a chance to watch the film because that's the hardest thing to see during the game and watch the monitor. Uh, you know this big screen as much as I could, but but uh, they were just surging off the ball and we weren't we weren't uh, getting any knockback. That's that's something we stress and and uh, pride ourselves on and is the starting point to play D line here. Get some knockback on the offensive line, reestablish the line of scrimmage, and and uh, we weren't able to do that. Just uh, couldn't do it. And consequently, no TFLs, no sacks, no takeaways. And that's the third time I said consequently this interview. So that's it for that. We'll go to Josh Furlong, KSL.com. How, how do you, how do you rally the team after something like this? Obviously, you had you know mistakes in that first game. You got mistakes in this game. Where where do you kind of where where do you go from here? Well, we're a work in progress, like pretty much every team in the country is at this point in the season. Just a couple games in, but you lean on your leaders heavily. Obviously, that's something that that we need to have those guys step up and, and make sure that uh, we have more resolve and more uh, determination than than what we what we uh, had tonight. And again, not that anybody laid down because we didn't quit, but we got to find a way to, uh, to be better. And, and the captains are a big part of that. Coaches, we got to work harder as coaches if that's possible. I and mean, we're, <laughs> we're in the office uh, for hours on end, but uh, we got to work smarter than what we're doing. We got to be, we got to be better coaches. Final question will come from Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Kyle, you've spoken highly um, of Tavion, but the fact that he put it on the deck and lost a fumble for the second game in a row, how how how, how frustrating is that? Because otherwise, he, he has played well. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating, but you've got to take care of the football. You can't put it on the ground. There was actually another one that was stripped. Fortunately, his knee, his knee was down, so it didn't go in the statistics, but it was a strip nonetheless. you got to do a better job securing the football, and that's job one. If you can't secure the football, you can't play. Now, we're not going to give up on Tavion by any means, but uh, you cannot, you know, you cannot have the ball turned over 
and he's just going to have to fix that and work with him on that every single day in practice. And he's gotten better. But uh, you again saw it tonight. That's two that counted in two games, and that's uh, that's too many. All right, there's Kyle Whittingham's take on the game. We will hear the Cougars' take on the game. You'll hear from the winning quarterback, Jaron Hall, next. Stay with us. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. After their emotional win against the Utes, BYU welcomes in another Pac-12 opponent as Arizona State rolls into Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 6 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The BYU players have tasted victory in the rivalry game, and it was sweet. Tyler Algier. Peyton Wilger, here they are on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Tyler, talk about the way the running game went, because Utah's known to be stout against the run, but the way the offensive line played, the way you and Peeney were uh, were running the ball, what's that like to have that success against a team that's traditionally very good against the run? Yeah, you know, we uh, we practice all week, practice all week for them, for their looks and all of that. Scouts can give a great look. And I think literally we just came out. We came out. I think we came out a little slow, but you know we ended up picking it up. You know the defense had our backs, and then we we had theirs. So you know we just had to pick it up and then ramp it up, and then you know, literally just did our thing. So it was good. And then Sam. Coming into this game, you had it had, and had a game that. Uh, consisted of more than 19 carries. You got 27 carries tonight. Were you expecting a, a big 20-plus carry night workload uh, going into this game? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say, yeah, you know, whenever they needed me, I just could go in and then literally just do what I can. Do what I can. Trust the line lead and great holes for me. So just take what I can get and then really just do my thing. Do our thing. Sam and then Sean. Tyler, it seemed as the game went on that the yards on the ground started to come in larger chunks. What was the key to wearing down the the, uh, the Utah defense as the game went went on? Yeah, so literally just literally the fours, twos, fours, twos, and sixes always all those little little yards of chunks literally just always always hit defenses. So you know, obviously break, and then uh, it's going to break soon. You know, those twos and threes and fours are going to break to tens and fifteens and twenties. So you know, we just had to keep running, running the ball down their throat, and then literally just had the result we had today. Tyler, I want I know you love giving uh, daps and props to your offensive line, so I want to give you an opportunity. How big of a steak dinner are you going to buy them after this weekend? <laughs> That's a hard question. Oh, for sure, if I was financially stable, <laughs> like for sure, buy them all NFL status, and for sure, buy them hella stakes. But you know, we're just grateful for them. I'll for sure be treating them this week. Jared and then Jake. Uh, what what take me what what was it like in the huddle after Utah had cut it to six? You needed to to make a drive and and get some points on the board. What was it like taking the field and and the the mentality of the offense at that point? 
Yeah, so like I said, literally, the defense literally had our back. You know, they might have got scored on. They had a bunch of key stops, literally a bunch of key stops. And we just had to know, hey, we got to score, and we got to score get some points on the board going to field goal range, you know. Literally just try to get some points on the board because those little points literally make a huge difference. So I think that uh, it's literally a whole team win, and the defense did their thing, offense did their thing, special teams did their thing. It was great. Tyler, I know you guys have heard a lot about the fact that you guys didn't play anybody in 2020 and all of that. Do you feel like a win tonight, these back-to-back wins over two Power 5 teams, kind of back up, hey, we're a pretty dang good football team? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would for sure say that. You know, honestly, it's just the mentality that we had. You know, literally last year, we last year, who, who knew what, who we were going to play and whatnot. And I think that we just had the same mentality as last year and this year. We, we're now we're just playing better better teams, you know, kudos to everyone from last year that we played. But now we're playing, literally, like you said, two good two good teams back-to-back wins. So I think it was a good win. Like I said, it was a good win for us overall. Awesome. Any last questions for Tyler or Peyton? Sam and then Jared. Uh, Tyler, real quick, uh, what was the the reaction from the team like when Samson scored his touchdown? I, I you know, we saw the celebration over there, but obviously for him to get one against his old team like that, uh, how happy were you guys for him? Hey, no, but, you know, we're honestly happy when anyone anyone scores, but for him, it was literally. Literally, nice and shining armor, I would say. Literally, freaking, he was just, he was just so, so happy, and we were all happy for him, you know. Literally, just scoring, scoring is literally a joy itself because it's hard to do, especially in college football. So, it was good. Peyton, the way the Zoom's set up, we can only see your arm at the moment. I know they'll move the camera, but let's ask you some questions about performance. What do you think about how your boys did out there against a really physical Utah team? Oh, I'm so proud of them. All the way around from the D-line to the secondary, I'm just so proud. I know anyone on that defense would have sacrificed anything to get that win, and that's what we did. Jake and then Sean. Yeah, Peyton, I think there's been a moniker out there that you guys don't blitz much much over the past few years. How does it feel in the back-to-back weeks to really get after quarterbacks? You guys are coming up the middle, that type of stuff. It's it's great, you know. Being being able to blitz is, is a good thing, and we can only blitz when we trust our back ends. You know, kudos to the back end for for manning up and locking up and allowing us to get pressure on the QB. Sean, go ahead. Hey, and you, you kind of heard Tyler give you guys on defense and probably because it felt like offensively it, they started a little bit slow and really needed you guys, but it, it just felt like every time they went back to you, you guys made big play after big play. Just what, what was the first half kind of like for you guys as you just ran out and just Chaz was making plays and your secondary and, and um, obviously just, just all the pressure you were putting up. Just describe kind of that first half, I guess, for us a little bit. Yeah, you know, that was it's fun football. You know, when, when offense is struggling, the defense knows they need to pick it up and vice versa, you know. So we just go out there and we trust our guys, we trust our offense special teams, and it just allows – with all the trust we have for each other, you know, it allows us to all just play our game. And even with a lead in the fourth quarter, you know it's not safe. You need to make a play. What was the emotion like when, when you got that fourth down stop and, and virtually sealed the game? Oh, man, I can't even – I don't even know how to describe it. It was it was awesome, amazing feeling. You know, to win it on defense like that and get a stop, it's huge. You know, you take, take a lot of pride in that.
Utah's a team that's known for their defense. That's kind of the, the, the what they've established. What does it mean to kind of beat them at their own game and, you know, really limit their points and, and really have a defensive defensive success? It feels really good. Yeah, um, they're a great football team. And uh, we just came out and did our thing, and it worked out, you know. Awesome win. All right, there's a couple Cougars, and now here's their quarterback, Jaron Hall. Hey, Jaron, congratulations on the win. Wanted to ask you about that that big drive to get that field goal. Utah had a lot of momentum. The, the lead had been cut to six, and you guys needed some big plays. You got them. Take me through that drive. Yeah, man, I mean, they, they did a good job bouncing back and scoring their offense. You know, our defense did a great job all game. And it happens in football, you score. So as soon as they did that, honestly, I, I don't think the momentum really felt like it switched at all. I think we were confident. We knew our game plan. Things were simple. And sure enough, we went ahead and marched down, executed, and secured the win. Aaron, you guys went 11 of 19 on third down tonight. You had 11 minutes advantage in time of possession. How how critical was that success on third down to just getting a rhythm for your offense and kind of keeping Utah at arm's length throughout the game? It's huge to come around third down. You know, we practice it every week, but really it comes down to our defense, man. They, they gave us the ball, you know, and it's all credit to them for why we had a, had a longer we were able to go to work. So our defense played a great game, and then we had our chance in third down. We, we executed for the most part, and you know, did a good job for my team. Jake and then Mitch. Jaron, I just wanted to kind of get your thought on how you felt your offensive line performed in this game. It seemed like they controlled the line of scrimmage most of the night. Offensive line dominated, man. back there, and, and you know, I, I can't tip my hat off enough to those guys. So any people out there willing to sponsor this offensive line, please do. Pay those guys, get them some food, please. We need them, man. <laughs> so I love, I love my dudes up front. Coach Funk has them all dialed up and ready to go. And, and I, mean, I, I love those guys. I can't say nothing about them. I'm so proud of them. Jaron, no turnovers for you guys in this game. Uh, how, how big of a focus was the, uh, you know, winning that turnover margin and, and taking care of the football coming into this rivalry game? Yeah, we definitely talked about it. It's not something you stress about or worry about because that's usually when it happens. You know, you think about it too much. But, you know, our week was a clean practice. We took care of the ball in practice and just correlated it, you know, today. So, you know, Coach Rod was very smart in his play calling at certain times. We weren't ever pushing it. We didn't need to. And, you know, it just resulted in us taking care of the ball. <clears throat> Sam and then Sean. Jaron, as a player, uh, what was that like on the field when the field and you guys were celebrating that win? And then second part to that, after you finally got back to the locker room, what was the celebration like with your with your teammates and coaches? And what were some of the things said back there with you guys? Yeah, being on the field with, with the fans, you know, who've been waiting for X amount of years to enjoy that, you know, it was uh, – it's priceless. You know, it's a surreal moment. You know, I'm so happy for each and every one of them and you know, all, the, all the help they've given us. So uh, it was fun to, to celebrate on the field with them and, and be back in the locker room. You know, it, was, it wasn't everybody in there. Just a couple guys trickled in, but it's just smiles, dancing. Um, just what you do after you win a game, you know. So we're all just very proud of each other and, and just relishing the moment. Sean, go ahead. Uh Jaron, I don't know exactly how to bring this up, but obviously you guys know the big announcement, the Big 12 and everything that came in yesterday. You were focused on this game. Is this the best weekend in BYU football history between the win and then also what happened on Friday? I think it's definitely up there. Absolutely. So we're you know, very grateful for the president of the school and, and those who make those decisions, um, our athletic directors, and, and, and moving us in that direction. So that was great news, but you know we're just happy to, to get the win tonight and I'll be able to enjoy both. 
Possibly questions, Jared and then Jay. Jaron, in these type of games, the, the mentality that you bring and, and what you just re referenced, just that calm mentality, business-like, let's go take care of business, let's go make plays, not get down when bad things happen. What does that do for a team You know, when, things, when times do get tough, when, when, when the leaders act that way? You know, I think it's just contagious. And the thing about it is we have, you know, X amount of leaders on the team. You know, we have, through the whole offense, you got 11 guys who really are, are seen as leaders, but you know, all the guys that are experienced and they're very influential. And so, you know, the energy we had, the confidence in each other was just, you know, it was contagious. Um, our running backs did a great job the whole game and, you know, giving us energy and offensive line. So, tip our hats off to them. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Hey, Jaron, uh, you stamped your name in legacy, or rivalry lore tonight with that, uh, with some of those third down pickups in the running. Um, two questions. One, did you think you stepped out of bounds there? And because uh, it was pretty close. And two, um, just what does this do, do you think, for the program moving forward? I definitely do not think I stepped out, but they did not review it, so we'll have to go see it tonight and uh, watch it back with my wife. We'll see, see what it shows. Um, and then what was your second question? I'm sorry. Just what can this do for, for the program moving? Oh, it's huge. It's momentum. You know, you win two games in a row. You win this, this huge rivalry. It's a very important game, you know, obviously. And so I think just moving into next week, uh, we just remain humble and grateful for the opportunity we had to play tonight. Utah is a great team. Took our hats off to them. They were prepared and did some great things, as always. Um, so now we just get ready for Arizona State and just move in that direction. All right, there is BYU quarterback Jaron Hall. When we come back, head coach Kalani Sataki, stay with us. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. After a disappointing loss in the Holy War, the Utes look to rebound as they hit the road to square off against an old Mountain West Conference rival in San Diego State. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 4 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. BYU gets the win in the rivalry game. They beat Utah 26-17. Kalani Sataki gets his first win in the rivalry game. They snap a nine-game losing streak. Oddly, Lavelle had a nine-game winning streak, and he couldn't get it to 10. Now Kyle's had a nine-game winning streak. He couldn't get it to 10. Back in the day, the Utes won nine in a row and couldn't get it to 10. Nobody's had a 10-game win streak in this. They had three nine-game streaks. BYU snaps it, and now they get to savor this because they don't play the next couple of years. It'll be three years before they meet again. Kalani Sataki, you know, asked about the rivalry. Oh, that's for someone else to decide. It looks to me like he decided for himself when he was dancing on the sideline. Looked like a pretty big deal to me. Looked like a very big deal to me. Here's Kalani after the game. Kalani, what does this win over Utah mean for your program tonight? Obviously, you guys know the streak that's going on. And uh, I think there's just a huge sense of urgency from – the fan base from everyone and um you know it was just it's just nice to get the win for the fans get the win for our players i'm just really proud of them and it was a, it was a great night and just uh want to thank uh university of utah and their football team that was a good game and we've been on the 
other side of these type of games, and I thought it was a, a good slugfest. And it was a uh, man, just just really fortunate, and, and really feel happy that we got the win. And but uh, still have some 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 things to improve on. Um, got to enjoy this win, but then we got to put it away and get ready for the next one. But um, just really really happy that we got this win. Kalani, talk about that big fourth quarter drive where you w went down and got that uh, field goal to make it a two-score game. Yeah, just I mean, I would have liked the touchdown, you know, but uh, the uh, just really proud of, of the team, just proud of the guys sticking with it. There was, I think, the drive before that, it just seemed like this huge raindrops just coming down. He got the ball really wet. We're nervous about. Um, about throwing the box, it was really heavy, and so and it just seemed like it just let up at the right moment. Um, it didn't help on that drive, but I mean, we, we just we just knew that this game would come down be tight. Um, you know, we don't want it to be, but uh, it just seemed like uh, there were some moments there where we could have uh, easily folded and, and, and given in. And I give a lot of credit to our coaches, give a lot of credit to our players and leadership guys uh, getting it done. So it was a lot of fun. What a great night. Just so happy for the fans. Just really happy for them. John and then Matthew. Kalani, um, on third down tonight, you guys were 11 of 19 converting third downs. How critical was it to, to be able to sustain drives like that against a defense as good as Utah's? Yeah, I mean, a great defense. Uh, you know, we, we talked about it from last week, improving and trying to possess the ball and trying to get uh, more plays. We didn't have enough plays last week. And, and uh, the fact that we had the possession and had the, had more plays in, in Utah is a good sign for us. And uh, a lot of that has has to go with the, with the complementary football that we play between our three phases and offense, defense, and special teams. And so, you know, we, we, we took some risks, went for it on fourth down, and did some things that, that we thought would be helpful and, and did some things on defense that were unique and different. And, you know, a lot of credit to A-Rod at the game plan and Fessy and the rest of the offensive staff. And a lot of credit to Elias Tudaki, what he did with defense and, and with Ed Lamb and the rest of the group. I mean, uh, I thought it was perfect game plan. We, we didn't execute the best. I, I think there were moments where we could have tackled better still. And I think a lot of that had to do with the type of athletes that we're trying to tackle still from, from Utah. Running back made some great runs. And uh, just got to keep working on, on staying on our feet. I think we got a little gassed out and, and tried to leave our feet thinking that we could take down great athletes by just throwing our body out. So we'll, we'll get that fixed. But um, just just love the fight in our players. And, it was, it, was, it was good to get this win. <clears throat> Kalani, uh, second game in the hall with multiple touchdown passes and no turnovers. What impressed you the most about his performance tonight? I didn't hear all the questions. We kind of say it again. What impressed you the most about Jaron Hall? Oh, Jaron Hall. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many sacks they had. I got to look at that. But, but he, he was able to avoid um, pressure and uh, by using his legs. Uh, he was able to extend drives by using his legs. I mean, he, he can run. We know that. And uh, it's a weapon that we can use. And, and he can throw the ball, too. But I think you have to give a lot of credit to Utah's defense by, with their coverage and things that they did to mix it up and try to confuse our quarterback. But 
I like that he took care of the football. I like that our guys had great ball security. And uh, we can always improve. That can always be even better, even though we didn't turn the ball over. Um, we like to make sure that we secure the ball always. And, and I like what he did. I, I think uh, Jaron is starting to really come into his own and feel really comfortable on the field. And uh, I like the way he, he uh, commands the offense and the way he runs drives. So uh, still some things that he, he knows he can improve on and that we can do better on offense. But it's nice to have a guy like Jaron to make it work. Sam and then Norma. Coach, uh, over the years we've seen you be a part of celebrations on the field after big wins. What was this one like for you, uh, considering the history that these two schools have together and being out there with your fans and players to celebrate this win at the end there? It was exhausting. I got really tired. I mean, I'm getting old, but, uh, man, it was just so much fun. And, and the energy that was – in the stadium tonight, and I, I miss our fans. I miss having them um, at home, and that was something special. You just, you just, you can hear them. They're really loud tonight, and they made a difference. I mean, the performance was a, a lot from what they brought to the table, and, and uh, I'm just so thankful for them. I hope they, I hope the fans know how much our players love them, and how much they love playing for them. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it closed in real quick when everyone stormed the field and had to get out of there. But um, the crowd surfing, stuff like that, I, I probably could have done without it. There's probably some people with some hurt backs and necks right now from kicking me out. But, um, I mean, I'm going to do whatever the fans want. So, I'm, you know, this is a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun in the locker room after this. And then we're going to go to work. We're going to go to church tomorrow and then we're going to go to work. I remember correctly, last week you only, BYU only gave up three penalties. This time around you had eight for 65 yards. What was the difference this week that just kind of kept you guys off guard and just committing stupid mistakes, I guess? Well, I mean, I think the, they did some things up front that I think kept our line up, you know, the movement up front. And um, different referee crews handled that differently, but... I think once we got used to it, it wasn't an issue. But I think you have to give a lot of credit to Utah. They've been great athletes and they put us in some tough spots and we made mistakes. And the, the, the eight penalties, we, we for sure want less than that. But um, I think they had, they had six. And so it was a back and forth game. And well, it was something they keep improving on. You know what I mean? And, um, I think the, one that, the ones that bother me the most, though, aren't really the part of the play and holdings and stuff like that. It's, it's the ones that, that we're uncharacteristic of what BYU is about, the late hits and unsportsmanlike conduct. That's on me. That's that's what I got to do better as a head coach, you know, to make sure that we're more disciplined in that aspect. And um, I thought we played better in the second half in regards to that stuff. But, um, yeah, that, that stuff that can't happen. We can't, um, you know, make those seven mistakes. I think those, those, we had three of those. We had two late hits and one on Sportsmanlike. So there's there's three penalties for 45 yards right there. And that's, we, we didn't have those, which are very easy to fix. And I, I think we're probably okay with the results, even though there are some mistakes we wish we could have back. But what I do like is that we saw better in the second half from that aspect of discipline. And, um, our guys, we can overcome. We said we can overcome any mistakes with uh, energy and effort, and, and I love the energy from 
everything that's on our sideline and the effort that I saw from the guys in the field. Jared and then Mitch. Kalani, I wanted to talk about how you won this game. In, in a lot of the previous contests, they've been similar, but Utah's had the lead and maybe been able to out-physical you, particularly in the fourth quarter. Talk about the way the boys on both sides, particularly in the trenches, were able to handle that. Well, I'm, you know, there's, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from, from playing football and I go back to when we needed to get stronger and more physical from playing Wisconsin way back when. And um, our, our experiences of playing against Utah, everyone knows they're physical, um, strong teams. And, and I mean, everybody knows my history. I've coached there for 10 years, and so I know what they do there. And it's something that we want to have part of our identity. You know, so um, I think Coach Wood does an amazing job with the, the identity of their team, and hopefully we can do something that, to make that part of our identity as well, being physical, playing strong. Um, it was a really, it was a back and forth. I mean, it, it was a, it was a slugfest. Uh, that's probably the best way to describe it. I think um, we just made a, a few more plays than they did. Other than that, it was. I thought it was. I made mean, it. We just, you're right. I, I just, I like the way we ended the game. I like the way that we uh, went down on that drive and ended up picking a field goal. I like the way we uh, ran the clock out and, and um, Tyler Algier and that little line and Lopini Tatoa. Those guys were physical with tight ends blocking, receiving, blocking downfield. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It was, it was, a, it was a good to be part of that and, and very promising from the head coach to see that in, in, in the team. Kalani, did did you uh, did you and Wit have the chance to exchange words? I know that there was a lot of fans on the field, but after the game, did you guys have the chance to, ex to exchange words? And if so, uh, what did Wit say to you? It was good. It was a really good moment. Uh, I love Kyle Whittingham. I love his family. Uh, I'm fortunate that he uh, helped mentor me, brought me up in, in, in his college coaching game. I really value our friendship. And so uh, part of that is just keeping those moments private. I, I enjoy that embrace uh, after the game. And I appreciate everything I told him. I can tell you what I said to him. I told him thank you for everything. And I um, really appreciate him. And I told him I love him. And, um, we're really good friends. Uh, we're close. And uh, just... I just spent the question before explaining how we're trying to, to have that type of mindset and that type of identity. And, and uh, he's, he's been an amazing coach and, and uh, a great mentor. And it just happens that he's, he's at our rival school. And so, um, but it, yeah, that, that exchange is, um, I don't know what else to say. Than, uh, I love Kyle Whittingham and his family. Last two questions, Jay and then Jake. Uh, yeah, Kalani, uh, in 2018, you had the big lead, and uh, you've already mentioned they wore you, wore you down and you got more physical in the last three years. But also, you stayed aggressive tonight, especially Roderick with his play calling, and also with some of the blitzes that worked. Is can you learn from that game that you applied tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I, thanks for the reminder, Jay. Um, <laughs> let me give you a hard time. No, it was uh, – yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I don't like to lose, and, and, but I love to learn. And um, anytime I can get better um, as a head coach and I look at things that I can do differently, 
at any time that I can keep um, in, in, in endorsing that type of um, culture that we have in our team. And we always talk about our culture of love and learn. Um, you take moments where you where you lose and you try to find a way to improve on it. And then you take moments when you win, like like tonight, and you also try to find ways to improve. Uh, I'm, I'm all about learning, and um, I've, I've made mistakes before. I've, I've, had, I've had some some troubles, but I, the one thing that I, I'm going to tell people is that I've, I've learned, and, and I continue to learn. And, and um, one thing I can say that I'm really proud of is that our staff did a great job. You mentioned uh, the Blitz package and everything. I hope everybody knows that that was a question to you with the game plan tonight. Did a great job calling the game, and um, it was great to, to see him in motion. And I, I felt really uh, proud of him as, as, a, as a mentor of his, you know, to see him doing his thing. And, and all the coaches, man, I, I love watching all the, the assistants on the sideline, um, you know, doing their job and, and connecting with their players and having a lot of fun with it. So just really, really thankful that I have a great staff that can make it work. And, and they're all just having fun with the fans. So we, we we try to try to learn as much as we can, stay positive as much as we can, even in the tough times. And and uh, when you do that, you, you learn and, and you improve, and it just becomes a part of you. So now we have the tough task of learning when you win, and, and um, that's something that I think we're up for the challenge. Kalani, you've talked about the fact that you don't feel like this season needs to do anything to justify what you guys did in 2020, but do you consider this to be a benchmark win to kind of prove where you guys have come in terms of just your overall depth and strength of your program? I don't know. I, like, I, I kind of struggle with that. We like our depth. We like our team. We like the players on the team. But, you know, when you, when you play this type of schedule and you play some tough P5s right away, you're going to have to test the depth. We, we know that coming into this, and that, that was part of the deal. You, you know, in the years past that we've had to deal with that. And we, we had to go into our depth a little bit in recruiting and development. And so I like the way our team is right now. I like the depth. But it's always – it's a it's an ongoing process, you know. Uh, there's guys on, on our team right now that are, um, that are really close to getting on the field again. And I, I mentioned that I like – having a, more starters than the 11 on offensive, defense, and special teams. And I, I think we're, we're really starting to get there. But um, but that's hard to say when, when, when you don't get to test it out. And I don't really hope that we get to test our depth out, but I, I just like the urgency that our coaches have in teaching their guys. And I like the way they approach each week. This week, we had a great opportunity for our players to focus on things of words of loyal Edwards um, about preparation. And that there's, a, there's a will to prepare that's way more important than a little bit. And, um, and I, I was really proud of the way the guys prepared this week. And they came, they came to work with every practice with, with a little bit more intent, a little bit more physicality. And man, it was, it, was a, it was a great sight to see as a head coach that I don't have to jumpstart that thing. That means that we have a good leadership. We lost a lot of great leaders that went, went on to the NFL. And it's, it's nice to see that things still roll when we have great leaders continue to lead along the way. So, yeah, that's just really happy, guys. I, uh, man, just, just really happy. I, I can't wait to learn from this game and, and get better next week. All right, there is BYU head coach Kalani Sataki at the podium after the game. Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, will join us next. Stay with us. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.